That is not why he is there. You can clearly see it. It's written on his shirt. I made him a shirt. He is my precious little water boy. So when you were in high school, how did you and your friends resolve disputes? And if you need specifics, disputes about who got shotgun, but any dispute. There's definitely an alpha dog, and he was bigger for the most part, and with the group that usually gathered, he was definitely the one that was like, if he said he got shotgun, then he got shotgun because he could beat the rest of us up. But there was no formal arbitration process or anything like that. I mean, no. There were fights very, very rarely. Like, they would, you know, be like, oh, the the, the group is breaking up today. Like, this, <laughs> we're no longer all going to be friends. And then, you know, we're guys, so at the end of the day, it's just like, ah, whatever. Screw it. I'm going to come over and play Goldeneye. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you got you to gotta have Goldeneye. Yes, that was, our, that, that was our bond, except for, you know, it, there, there was a, a thin line. It was like, you play up to two hours. If you play after that, then somebody just gets uppity with the, time, with the, the motion mines or whatever, and uh, yeah, it goes badly from there. So, yeah, we, we didn't really have a thing. It was kind of, if you are not happy with somebody in the group, then just leave for the day and come back tomorrow. <laughs> okay, that, you know, that's perfectly reasonable. We were a little more... We had a system, and that system was parking lot sumo wrestling. Okay. Did you get the suits? No, no. There, did the suits exist back then? I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. I mean, they did, but I didn't figure you got them. So you just would draw a circle in the parking lot or just have a circle and you just sumo it out on the concrete. The parking lot already comes with these very handy squares. So you just use one of those. So it wasn't traditional sumo. I'm sure there's some sumo hardcores out there. Yeah, we would just find the closest empty parking spot and the two people who disputed the situation would... Square up, we did what we thought was a sumo thing, where we it was like a very inappropriate combination of the sumo stomp and the haka, and then we would smash into each other, and whoever could push the other one out first would get shotgun. Okay. So what is the group size we're talking about here? Uh, there were, well, like, in, in the match, it was always one-on-one. Well, but yeah. There were, there were, we would grow between ebb and flow from three people to ten people. And it was just understood that this is this is what you do if you're in this group. This is how we sell our disputes. Yeah, 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 you know, first rule about Sumo Club, tell everyone about Sumo Club, because we're really into Sumo Club. Second rule, don't call it Sumo Club. That's offensive to the people that actually like Sumo. (laughs) So Uh, we've heard. We were the only kids who pretended to know about Sumo. I remember I watched a thing about the American Sumo Wrestling Championship on ESPN3 or whatever late one night. I'm like, oh, I get it now. Just one dude pushes the other dude out of a circle. Okay. I can do that, and I told my friends about it, and they're like, this is this is how we live our lives now, is we just push each other out of shapes. <laughs> and we did. <laughs> You're so close to forming UFC, but not quite there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, we're fighting in the hexagon. Nope, not quite. More sides. Uh, decagon. Nope, uh, again, so close. Take away one side. A quintagon? What's a quintagon? How do you draw those? So it... it it worked out pretty well. So the first two people who called shotgun, like calling, being the first to call shotgun got you nothing because someone else could just yell challenge and then it, we would go to that. And so it worked great for a while. But then uh, one of my friends just started really becoming a big 
he became a fat friend. You know, every group of high schoolers has to have a fat friend. He grew into that role. And so he became very good at parking lot sumo. He would eat Honda your ass. Yeah. <laughs> the fast hands. It's like, oh, God. Okay, you get shotgun. I don't care anymore. Just go to McDonald's. Jesus. No, it's just like you'd go up on him full thing. He'd grab you and chuck you. He also played offensive line for the high school football team. He was our connection to the football. And so he'd just like square up and just yeet you right out of that spot. And he would never call shotgun. He would always call challenge because that was more fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Those friends. They are. Uh, that that's how the the one I was talking about the more dominant of my friends was uh we played video games and everything but yeah senior year came and he was center on the football team for most I think he was in varsity I think he yeah he played a lot and so yeah he got wrapped up in that and got a different girlfriend and we kind of all the group kind of split up from there but uh yeah that was that, that was why nobody would challenge him because it's like I, why would I bother that that would be fun for you and absolutely terrible for me. <laughs> Let's just get in the front seat and let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, if there was challenge called, I would have just been like, screw it. I'm getting in the back. I don't care. And eventually, that would probably just turn into, okay, I'm not going to go. <laughs> he ruined it for me. Uh, he knows he's stronger. <laughs> he knows he's fatter. Shut up. You know you're fat. Let me get that one thing. <laughs> so I'm just not going to go. No. I know McRib is back. I know. Oh, you, uh, you would fight anybody for a McRib. You could be up against... An actual sumo wrestler. You could go up against Brock Lesnar for a McRib. I, if someone said, let Brock Lesnar punch you in the arm and you get a lifetime supply of free McRibs, you would do it. That's like uh, Will Smith. I think I could beat Mike Tyson. I could sing a big game. There there ain't no way I'm, I ain't getting that McRib. I, I don't know. I might be like the, the scrappy one that Brock Lesnar says like, man, this kid's got balls. I like it. And then destroy me. So maybe I get that little bit of, of respect coming out of it, but uh, no, that's not how that would work. I do remember, so I was the uh, water boy for the football team. Never played myself. Of course not. <laughs> okay, Bobby. I mean, I, I, yes, it was, was it around when that movie came out? It might have been, I definitely was a water, I was a water boy for football and basketball team. Football is way more intense. Basketball team, they want water, but they don't really need it. Football, it's out there, it's hot, and it's everything. It, they need the, the the actual water. So I would have to come home from school, have, have all the bottles, and fill them all up with ice-cold water. And luckily, I could ride my bike. Driving at this point? I was probably driving. I don't remember. It, either way, it was like three blocks from my house where they practiced. It was like this field. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'd fill all the water bottles up and go and, you know, be there for them and give them the water when they need it and carry whatever equipment. And... There was one day where at school, these two guys that were both on the team uh, got into it. And I was like, a, I, I can't remember. I think there was a fight and it had to be broken up and everything. And so we got to practice after school. They did uh, what you're talking about. It was just formed a big circle. Circle of dudes is what it was. And it was a big <laughs> circle. It was not. If, if this is a sumo circle, and I'll get back to this in a moment, but it was way too big. It would wear you out before you got forced out of it. Uh, and it was just like basically you know, go at each other, just like run at each other. And you know, who can knock the other one down first? And this was, uh, I think you got like shoulder pads on, but that was it. We didn't go, they dress up the whole thing. They get, I think they put helmets on because the whole point was to get these two guys in the circle and just have them wear each other out. Like that. Let's, let's get past this, whatever stupid anger you had going on earlier in the day. And so it, it was 
ostensibly for the whole team. And it was, you know, like, who wants to do it? All right, you want to go? Okay, get in there and go! And boom, 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 crash, 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 crash. All right, they're done. All right, get out of there. And then they called those two guys in and they, you know, ran at it and they were looking like they wanted to kill each other and they got pulled them out and two other guys got in and then those guys got back in. It's like, aha, I see what he's doing here. And eventually it was just like, no, you guys stay in there. No, you're not coming out. No, you're going to do it again. I know you're tired. I don't care. And it was, it was intense. And they, you know, by the time they they basically were both like falling over because he had to just clunk heads for far too long. And, uh, you know, announced to the team here, we, you know, we play as a team. We don't divide and we don't get angry. If we do, we work it out on the field and we settle it. And it was, it, it, it was kind of a nice moment and it was, you know, weird seeing that happen it right before my eyes, but also kind of cool and also the, the guys were not cool after that they hate each other still but <laughs> the sentiment was there so. so so the whole time were you just on a bench drinking a thing of water just like man this is how men are now i understand you guys are learning things about yourselves i'm enjoying some <laughs> high quality h2o <laughs> no, I was right there with him. I was, I, I was not, not in like the. You were in the circle. You got to slam into another oh God, dude. That would have, my mom would have murdered the coach <laughs> if that had happened. That is not why he is there. You can clearly see it. It's written on his shirt. I made him a shirt. Don't touch me. Fragile. On the back, yeah. On the back, that's fragile, and it's in Spanish. For you idiots that can't read that, he is my precious little water boy. No, I was, I was I was watching from the outside looking in, but I was not uh, as tall as I am now, so I wasn't able to, you know, tower over everybody and look over. Oh, yeah, I can see what's happening, but yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but so going back to what I was gonna say, it'd be funny if one of your friends had to, to do the circle or whatever or the <laughs> the decagon for the fight this time, and they had eye problems, <laughs> so they drew it way too big. <laughs> you guys just get exhausted <laughs> before anybody gets forced out. <laughs> Uh, you can have shotgun. I don't want it anymore. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> well, once again, it's just a parking space. It's not very big. So, to bring a conclusion to this whole storyline, I, I really hesitate to call it that. <laughs> but... Episode. No, I just like the, the 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 parking lot sumo club. It definitely sounds like a Hardy Boys novel. <laughs> <laughs> the parking lot sumo club. <laughs> What the hell was wrong with them? We think they were all on drugs. It's more of a uh, Dr. Phil, just kind of like, can you fix these kids? <laughs> this is how they solve their problems. They're not even problems. This is how they decide who sits in the front when they drive to go get tacos from Jack in the Box. You decided it would be good to settle your disputes with a sumo club in the parking lot. Like, everybody, it's everybody listening. How dumb does that sound? That's dumb. You're dumb. Dr. Phil, everybody. Go yeah. on. So my uh, so my one friend was definitely the, the king. He was our Yokozuna. He was the one who could get what he wanted because he was the big guy. So one time, my friend who never called shotgun called shotgun. And, of course, big guy's like, challenge. And we're like, ooh, this will be interesting. He never does it. It's a little wiry kid going up against the big guy. Anything can happen in parking lot sumo club. And then anything did happen in Parking Lot Sumo Club. My big friend gets in his position, gets, sets up in his football stance, and he goes at it. And my little friend 
whips out a switchblade <laughs> and pointed it at the big guy who just went and jumped out of the ring because dude brought a knife to a sumo fight. <laughs> um, and then uh, once you get to the place wherever you were going, you all had a secret little meeting and you kicked him out. <laughs> no, we thought it was the best thing ever. You probably could have taken him, dude. He's like, yeah, but what if I didn't? He had a knife. Not worth it to sit in the front seat of the car. No, it's not. Truly, you are the biggest and the wisest of us. See, that's that's when you're all getting drunk and having fun. And you're a little tipsy, but you're not wasted. And you're having a great time. And then one of you says something that's just like, okay, now we're also sober. It doesn't, it, screw it. Let's just go home. You ruined it. Like, we're having fun. This is a dumb sumo thing that we're doing. Oh, who gets the front seat? And then he has to whip out a knife. And it's like, well, nobody beats knife. I'm sorry, we're all playing rock, paper, scissors, you brought out a knife, and we can't win, so you get front seat all the time. Until you all start bringing knives, and that's just a knife fight. <laughs> then we become parking lot knife fight club. <laughs> oh, that's why I didn't do extracurriculars in high school. It was chess club, no, nah, I'm not really into that. Uh, AV, newspaper, eh, that could be. Knife fight club. That doesn't sound safe. Also, why did they put it in the yearbook? <laughs> Most irresponsible picture ever taken. Have you heard of, I think it's called Mansoor. It is a German dueling club that is big in a lot of universities where they fight with real swords and they cover their, their eyes, but not their cheeks. Because the way you win is by cutting the other dude's cheek with a sword. God. Yeah, it's weird. Guys are stupid. So stupid. <laughs> but yeah, um... We had all just seen The Untouchables. We're like, well, he brought a knife, so now one of us has to bring a gun. And then Columbine happened, and we didn't. <laughs> Sorry, that was the Haley Joel Osment on Walker, Texas Rangers. <laughs> Walker says, I have AIDS. <laughs> it just Wait, stops any conversation. <laughs> Dude, Columbine changed a lot of things for our generation. Oh, yeah. There was a quiet kid that everybody made fun of that always wore a trench coat and he kept wearing a trench coat after Columbine happened. And, uh, I remember sitting there with my friends at lunch, like we always would do. And he, you know, walked by and somebody else made fun of him. It wasn't us, but somebody else made fun of him. And we laughed cause that's what you did. Uh, as terrible high school kids. And, uh, the vice principal walked over and he was just like, you guys better watch it. If you're not careful, he's going to do one of those Columbines on us. <laughs> And I did my walk around with my hands in the air moment. I was like, good <laughs> Lord. Why would you? What? What is your? Are you thinking about that? I mean, you're a principal, so you have to think you about You better that. not make fun of that kid. He might do a Columbine. His <laughs> voice is a little more Ross Perot-ish, but. Uh... He might do a Columbine. <laughs> exactly. I didn't want the funny part to be his voice. I want it to be what he said, so. so I chose not to do the voice. But, uh, yeah, that, that, that. That caught me off guard. I remember, like, uh, they, there was a period where we, the, the school was on lockdown. Not lockdown, but, like, you couldn't go anywhere without an adult. Like, between class, except for during, in between classes, you could. But they shortened, like, our periods between classes. Like, you just had to go straight to there. You weren't allowed to go to your locker. You had to carry all your books with you and just go straight to class, 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 class. And then... Oh, yeah. So this was right when uh, the Hawaiian shirt thing that I started was just like taking the school and 
I got a special call, like they, they called the teacher and they're like, can you send Steve Shinney to the, to the office? And the teacher's like, I, I don't have anyone to go with him. You know, like, just, just send him anyway. It's important. I'm like, oh no. And everyone's like, ooh, they think you're leading a cult. <laughs> they think you're going to do a Columbine in your Hawaiian shirt. I'm like, hey, that hasn't been ruined yet and it won't be for 20 years. Then the alt-right's going to take Hawaiian shirts from me. Yeah. Yeah, all of these wonderful things will be taken from us by people that are just terrible. But yeah, that the phrase first it was the trench coats. Yeah, that's I was fine with that. That was that that was a look I didn't really care about. Then it was the the fedora, and now it's the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, everything I ever wanted to wear is being taken from me. Why are you naked? Because they took all the cool <laughs> clothes. Okay, what are they gonna take next? Underpants. I'm not gonna have it. Oh, didn't you hear the alt-right leader? Yeah, he, he wore underpants. Nothing else. It was just, just underwear. No! Look upon my peeper and weep. <laughs> I've had a nickel for every time I've said that. Didn't write like I have and I did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then we're good. Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy this show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. Mm-hmm.